The following podcast is brought to you by a site called Fred.com. Enjoy. Bagged and boarded. 70. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, beg and board it, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we don't need funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villains, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us and a Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. The listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's boats on the green, on nothing. Quick stop and I told the storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bones. Cause we're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and that is out of orbit. We're not quite Right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag and board. It's bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah. Yo, what's going on? Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I am Matt Cohen. Welcome to the first non-live bagged and boarded in a minute. Uh giving you all a break from from amazing uh first-rate quality podcast to bring you this possibly mediocre podcast. It could be good, could be awesome. Could be mind blowing. We don't know. It could suck. We'll find out because it's we have an untested entity with us here today, folks. Mm. Um, you you if you've been listening to the last few episodes, you've heard <laughs> us reference him from afar, and you've actually heard his voice a little bit. But now, see, I'm actually I get to smoke a cigarette. I'm all excited, man. This is the first time I've potted and smoked in a while. Uh, imaginary ladies and gentlemen. I'm so used to saying ladies and gentlemen because we usually have a fucking crowd here. We do. Albeit a small crowd. Who are you? Folks, give it up for, for DJ D-Rock. Derek. Mr. I'm Derek Armio. DJ D-Rock. Mm. Are you not... Okay, let's start off right there. Are you not happy with the nickname I'm giving you? What if I get super famous and then people just keep yelling off the, like I'm walking down the street and people just yell, DJ D-Rock? It worked for Jazzy Jeff. I'm sure he hates it. I'm, what he, I'm sure he hates it in his fucking mansion like, made of platinum. Do you know how rich Jazzy <laughs> Jeff is? No. Really, really rich. He owns the fucking... He probably lives in the Will Timberwolves. Smith. Timberwolves. He's on the Will Smith compound. Like in the he, pool house. Like Will in Fresh Prince. And you think he has his own version of Carlton? He is you Carlton. You think Carlton lives there too? That'd be nice. Dances, That'd be nice He just dances for him and shit? He dates porn stars. Alfonso Ribeiro. What do you mean? I saw him on TMZ a few years ago. He was dating Ashlyn Brooke. I know who that is. She she got She's sliced in, in half in Prana. Yeah, yeah. Dude, int- before we get into uh, some some good hardcore geek fucking chat, introduce yourself. I'm Derek. Hello. That's all you got. I mean, that's it. That's you summed well, up in one fucking word. What 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 are you, man? What are what you? What am I all about? Yeah. What's your deal? I'm all about fun. <laughs> you're just a, you're just a fun dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good I'm a good time. What what are your likes and dislikes? I like working at Smod Castle. And I dislike that my day's off because I love it so much. Look at that, man. <laughs> I'm a company man. Fucking sucking a theater's, uh, a theater's metaphorical dick. If this theater had a dick, <laughs> Derek would be all up on it right now. Yep, it would be my dick. It would be your dick. Uh, you are into movies. Mm-hmm. 
You're into cartoons. Batman. You're into not getting kidnapped and sold into sex slavery. Definitely not into which, that. Which we'll get into in a moment. Um, this is like a 50s chat show because you're smoking. and That's what you begged and ordered <laughs> usually is, dude. It's me and Jesse fucking on virtual ends of the country. So it's like smoking. a future 1950s chat show. It's like if Mad Men took place in 2034. In a Jetsons world. And, and, and instead of John Hamm, it, it was a robot and everyone else was human, but he was like the top guy at the agency because he was like a robot and everyone was like oh that damn robot Get that wouldn't be fair because he's programmed to do ad sales but or whatever john ham does on that don't show you need some creativity to do ad- i see i've never seen mad man me either don't- it's on the way though <laughs> you've never seen it either <laughs> no let's just talk about it as if we know it okay Dude, can you believe what happened last week with the one guy that robot invasion with the when the robot invasion happened and they nuts. were like give us all your ads that was a weird choice for men we then. come from a robot planet that is deplete of ads and they need ads from the madmen they need to steal ads <laughs> what does that what does the title mean madmen is it admen with an m yeah how is mad going to do a parody of it if it was called admen then they could did just call it madmen you see the sesame street parody they did of it of madmen yeah no it's i saw amazing. the 30 it's, rock it's parody i didn't see that this is good, man, because we, I feel like on the live show, I'm so, pr- I don't want to say pressured, but I feel like I've got to perform, which I guess makes sense. Cause you it's, feel like I, you got to be on. It's I always, I'm always, I don't got to be on, Derek. You're always on. on. Like, I live on. Like you know Groucho I mean? Marx. I thought you were going to say, um, like, uh, Patrick Dempsey. Stalin or something. Stalin was always Stalin on. Stalin was a fucking, oh, he, he, he drove those Russian tea rooms crazy. Um, no, man, I feel like when there's an audience here, we, I can't, this is like, this is the most mundane, and I don't say that meaning like it's fucking boring, but this is the most normal I've talked on this show. You're relaxed. In like five weeks, I'm relaxed. Mm. I'm not fucking performing or telling crazy jokes and shit. Because of that, we can do some fucking housekeeping, which I feel like would just be boring for a live audience. We can like clean the stage while we're doing literally, it. I literally <laughs> meant that. Yeah, we can like fucking. Because I think we're probably going to do that. Because we're going to do that after <laughs> this year, 100%, right? We're going to clean up after, so we might as well get it done now. No, um. There's a few things. One, uh, I want to commend Brendo because he's not here right now. I think he's been doing a great fucking he's, job he's on the great. show. You should hear him off. We should just keep him constantly mic. Well, I said I want to really fucking things. tag him like an alligator or something with a microphone and then just have it all feedback to a computer because I would run a 24-hour <laughs> Brendo Man podcast. Like, um, ha- like We should send him to the Arctic like in Happy Feet. What did he say to you the other night about the flashlight? Um, Brendo bought a fle- Brendo bought a flashlight uh-huh. and oh. he brought it to the theater for some fucking reason. I think I got delivered. <laughs> I think I got delivered and he was late to work, so he just threw it in his car. And what did, what happened? Well, he, I was looking at because I had never seen a flashlight or a flash jack. It was a flash jack actually because Brendo's gay now. And so it was he went and jumped on that. And I was looking at it and, and feeling the rubber, and he's like, "Don't touch that. I'm gonna fuck it later." <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever said that. Like those, are, I I'm, I mean. I'm sure a lot of people have said that about certain things. Like, I don't know what about what, stuffed animals. I used to. Yeah, I knew a kid in middle school that told everybody that he had this teddy bear that he he was he like so sexually. I knew a lot of kids who did that. I don't know if he cut a hole in it. The I don't know if he was middle, that smart. The move in our school in middle school was everyone used to cut pocket holes in their sweatpants in the pockets and jerk off during class. <laughs> You'd, so, like, you'd look around like sixth grade fucking science class and you'd see like I saw it, 30 dudes like fucking jerking off under the table. That That is creepy. Our school was weird, man. There was also one Kids time. used to make themselves pass out 
that was like they would like hold their they would choke themselves and i remember a kid like just keeled over and we're like what happened he said he just passed out is that one of the early childhood memories that kind of made you the i guess they were trying to asphyxiate themselves the whack job you are today and i say whack job meaning like um lovable whack job i've known you for for a few years i think right we just started to get to know each other this year this wise Mm -hmm. though like i've known of you but then, then, so then we started to do the small castle stuff because Derek was around. He was down to help. And once I got to know him, I was like, oh, he's out of his fucking mind. But in like the way I like and out of your mind in, in a very interesting way. Like you're, you're way down at the same movies I like for the most part and you're into geek shit. But you're also, you also have, and like, tell me if I'm wrong on this, a genuine fear of life. Like more so than I've ever met of any human being before. And it's not like you're a germ phobic or, um, like you're I'm starting to, to become your that, what? I'm starting to become a germphobe though. It's like you're afraid of everything though. Like I'm just li- very aware. Everything, <laughs> everything I bring up, you have like some theory that on what could happen to you if you possibly did it, and you have like a news story to fucking back it up and shit, and like some video you saw on YouTube or something. Do you remember when I told you about that lady that got acid thrown in her face, just yeah. like randomly? Yeah. Turn, it turns out she did that to herself. So I can cross one thing off my list but, of things but see, to be afraid of. But you're wrong, though, because what about the fucking um, Ukrainian Prime Minister uh, Cherchenko or something? Oh, yes. He, there was a guy, this guy was a Ukrainian Prime Minister of the Orange Party. See, we got, like, nerdy and shit on the non-live show. I feel I feel good. I might take my... I thought you were improving a name. Dick out. No, I'm being deadly serious. I don't uh, know how to pronounce his name. Um, Because... This dude was, like, from the Orange Party. They were, like, the underdog kind of, like, liberal party, and they won. And then after the guy won the prime ministership, someone walked up to him in a courtroom, I believe in a courtroom, like fucking two Like in Batman. And like chucked the fucking thing. I think you were just watching Batman forever. Chucked the thing of acid in his face, and he almost died, and to this day his face is disfigured. Like half of it is all kind of melted and shit. I mean, dead serious. And he strapped the prime minister of Austria to that big penny. Yeah. No, dude, and I only know that because when I lived in Manhattan, I lived literally... See where that fucking Gretzky jersey is right there? Uh Uh-huh. If I was on my balcony, that's how far away the Ukrainian museum was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I lived in Little Ukraine, which was like a block long. In Manhattan, in the East Village, every... What borough is that? Manhattan? Oh. I'm saying... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The borough of Manhattan is Manhattan? It is? I thought that was just a slang term for the island. No, it's New York City, but it's, it's, it's... Well, let me think. It's New York County. Manhattan... I don't know, actually. I I got you. Anyway... Well, holy shit, wait a minute. You guys are all fucking confused. Anyway, so I lived right across from the Ukrainian Museum, and one day I woke up, like, fucking 9 a.m., and I, there was, like, a thousand people outside, and I went to go smoke a cigarette, and I was like, that's fucking odd. So I called up my cousin who lived a few blocks away, and him and his... Excuse me, it wasn't my cousin. It was my next-door neighbor and his buddies. They were on their balcony, too, and the balcony's kind of connected. You could get next to each person's thing, kind of. It was a weird situation. Anyway... There's like a thousand people lined up and we, we go downstairs and the doorman's like, oh yeah, man, fucking, there's some prime minister dudes coming by today for like some memory, uh, anniversary thing. And, 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 um, Condoleezza Rice is coming by also. So like, we're like, oh, right on. So we fucking go back on the roof and now it's like noon and we start drinking and shit and like everyone's just hanging out kind of. And we're wa- standing watching the fucking, all the processions or whatever. And my buddy's drinking a beer, and he screams something stupid. I forget. Everyone in the screen is chanting, like, Krivchenko, Yevchenko. Yevchenko, I think that's his name, Yevchenko. Mm-hmm. So my buddy goes, like, Yevchenko. And all of a sudden, like, I look across the street, and on the roof, there are dudes everywhere. 
like with sunglasses on and they're all staring at us and I'm like that's probably not good so I take a few steps back or whatever and um I fucking go into my apartment to smoke a bowl and I hear a knock on my fucking door and I open it up and there's a dude in a black suit with sunglasses and a little fucking earpiece and two dudes behind him and they're like what is going on here and I was like what what do you mean like what dude (laughs) A, I was like pissed at my doorman for letting them up. It was the fucking Secret Service, bro. They fucking for the Ukraine or the U.S. For the U.S. because the fucking Condoleezza Rice was right, right, right. So all of a sudden they're like, "We need to check out this balcony or whatever." They come outside and they're like, "We saw a fucking cylindrical object in one of your hands." And dude was like, "It's a beer bottle, bro." He's like, "Okay, how about this? You guys go back in your apartments and you don't leave for the next eight hours." My buddy mouths off to him. He's like, "What the fuck, man? We live here." And I always remember the fucking whatever agency he was with, the guy literally said, he goes, dude, I could shoot you right now and I wouldn't even have to fill out any paperwork. And I was like, have a good day, officers. I'm going back inside to watch cartoons. Everyone get the fuck out. I would hate that friend. I mean, I was was upset at the moment. Yeah. When there was, when there was fucking pot smoking wafting through my apartment, you could be in a jail cell forever. They didn't care about that, man. But they could like use that. Here was what I said to the dude on the way out though, which was my little wise ass moment. But I feel like me and this dude had an understanding. Like I was the brains of this somehow fucking operation (laughs) circuit slash circus. The leader. I was like, in retrospect, um, Probably should have scouted out all the rooftops around, right? Oh, my God. Because they had guys positioned across the street. But, like, in the real world, wouldn't they have come to my apartment, like, a week before? Because I was the highest apartment. I was the roof deck directly across the street from all this fucking shit. Like, if I had a gun, I could have killed everyone. You know what I mean? There was nothing. There was no security. It was crazy. I woke up one morning and Condoleezza Rice was outside my fucking door. That upsets me. Like, unobstructed. See, that upsets you. What else upsets you, Derek? That was just a little dalliance into a side story, if you will. That was bait to upset me. What? That was bait to upset me. Sorry? That story was to upset me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just, I was showing, I was just telling a story. Now, what are the things that upset you? You mentioned you're fearful of things, right? The video. Okay, you don't want to get acid thrown in your face. Well, I said I can cross that off my but list. But you had a genuine thing. fear that that could because it, it was so random. It was a. It was, the story was that a lady just walked up to a woman and went, "Do you want to drink this, pretty girl?" and just threw it in her. So face. Okay, if it was so random, wouldn't that make you not fucking afraid of it because of how randomly it happens? Like, um, no, because it can happen to anybody. Fucking frogs fell in Magnolia and shit. Like, that, that's a movie. It happened in real life. In we, a movie. We've talked... No, it happened in real life as well. We've talked about this before. Like in the Bible? And small fish and shit. No, man. Fucking tornadoes throw those things up in the in the sky, and then they all fucking drop down. In the valley? What? In the, but they, that doesn't happen in L.A. It has happened in L.A., man. In a movie. I'm going to fucking look it up while you entertain us. But no, okay, regardless of the fucking frogs happening, dick, um, <laughs> you're afraid of, like, the most happenstantial fucking, like... Okay, what's your your big genuine fear is about getting kidnapped, right? Well, you were talking about going to Europe, and I w- would never want to go to Europe now that I know about like the sex slavery ring. Okay, that's the thing. You're not. Why just why bother? There's nothing in Europe to see. You're not. That Maggie, I care about. A, you're not Maggie Grace, and B, there's a shitload could, in Europe to fucking. But see. also, my dad isn't Liam Neeson. But 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 you not being Maggie Grace cancels out the fact that your dad isn't Liam. No one wants to fuck you. No one. Well, that's harsh. I don't mean that. Excuse <laughs> me. No one that needs to steal you wants to fuck you. I don't know if some chic in some some. 
He's like, bizarre the country. usual 17 year old. What if I'm the fetish girl, of some I want a Mexican kid of some sultan? Then they're gonna then they're gonna find you and fuck you. Like, what are you gonna do to fight it, man? You Not be in Europe. But what if that happens in America? And it does happen in America. So what are you? Then how are you outside right now? How do you know I'm outside? How do you know I'm not like the middleman for some crazy like weird Terzekian? See that motorcade I came in with the Secret Service or some? How do you know like I don't work for a sheik and like this isn't all an elaborate ruse? Oh, that would suck. That's bag of ordered. Have a good night. And the fucking lights come off. And all of a sudden, someone throws a fucking bag over your head. But secretly, I, I kind of knew already. And then, like, maybe the bag, I wanted it. The bag is kind of see through. So the last image you see is they're dragging you out in the back alleyway. Some dude handing me, like, a fucking wad of money. Oh, uh, that would suck. That would be Don't like do that a capper me. on it, right? I mean, I'm not planning on it. But. Or are you? It could happen, sir. Um. But it, it, Europe, I mean, you've been to Europe. Yeah, it's Would all, you go back? Of course I would go back. Dude. Well, like, with Am, you like, like, Am, there's you look, Amsterdam and weed. You also say Europe like it's one fucking, like, like it's a city. It's all the same. It's like Walt Disney World. There's little lands. There's money for everything. Like, one currency covers everything now. You realize every single one of those countries is, like, five times as old as this country. So, how like, calling them little is kind of like, insult, you know what I mean? Like, we're the little country. Well, in size. In size, yes, but not in culture and history. Like, that's five... That's what people go to Europe for. I go, you go for the culture and the history. It's the fact that we live in LA and nothing here is older than 60 years, but you go to Europe and nothing is younger than fucking 500 years. It's kind of so awesome. So how can I relate to that? What? How can I relate to 500-year-old things? Well, it's not about relating. It's about appreciating, like, fucking human history. What, like coliseums? Yeah, or buildings or whatever, dude. Every, everything. History, just history in general. Like, I'm more interested in seeing that new stadium in Dallas than seeing the Roman Coliseum. The Roman Coliseum doesn't have 3D HD monitors. Yeah, but that's bullshit, dude. It's going to go away fucking soon. You know what I mean? So you like, got to appreciate it now. <laughs> I feel like... I feel it's like, like the, you, the Nickelodeon Studios in Florida. It's put, not there anymore. I feel like you put that on, though, dude. Like, There's no way anyone can be that... Like, I fucking hate old stuff and fucking books. Well, there's just no... Like, I, I like, like video games. Well, people, when I tell them this ridiculous thing, they're like, well, you got to go to Europe. I'm like, no, I don't. There's no, nothing that interests me. You don't have to. But then there might not be something that interests you, but it's a shame that it doesn't interest you, dude. Because, like, you told me, okay, you're... Are you disappointed? You're of Mexican uh, origin, right? Yeah. 100%. You're, not, you're a Mexican fella. Mm-hmm. You don't speak any fucking Spanish and know nothing I understand. About I understand a lot of Spanish. I just can't speak it. How is that possible? How does it go in one way and not come out the other? Because, like, like speaking a language, you got to know. You, you just hear things and you remember it and you recognize it. But to recall a word, it's a little harder like than I recognizing Like, I speak better Spanish than you, which is nuts because I'm 100% do Jew. Do you? Yeah, totally. How do you know that? Because I've never heard you fucking speak Spanish. Why don't you chime in when I need your help? Adios, muchacho. You got you. Is that the end of the podcast? <laughs> um, well, I guess you do understand Spanish. <laughs> but like you told me once that you have no interest in your family fucking history or like where you're from. Not or, really. Well, I'm from here. I'm from Los Angeles. Where your family is from. Like the, like the, like the genealogy of the Armijo right. clan. Or well, my, my grandfather did a lot of that research recently and I looked at it and I'm like, all right. Let's see, that's insane, right dude. I would kill to have that shit. Being like a fucking New York Jew, like my family history only goes back like three generations. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then we were on like a boat in Russia and like what? everything gets... Oh, you're, you're... Yeah. Russians are cool though. Thank you. You're just, just a blanket statement? Like... Like that's... I would be proud to be Russian. Why are you not proud to be Mexican? See, maybe you don't know enough about it to be proud, I dude. guess not. Maybe you should learn. That's your homework assignment for the next time I have you back on. I'm going to give you... You're going to have to give us... 
a five. You're like my speech. dad. You're like I'm disappointed that you don't want to go to Europe because of the culture, and I'm giving you homework. A five minute speech on on why you were proud of being Mexican or not proud. Maybe you'll find out some shit, and you're like, I don't want to be fucking Mexican at all. I never said that. Isn't there like a big Latino audience that comes here? Yeah. What about that listens to? You're like Bag the Benedict Border. Arnold of the fucking Latino audience. Well, I was called an assimilationist when I worked at ArcLight. Why? Because you want to be white? No, just because I didn't. I was. I didn't. I, I wasn't assume. really Mexican in front of this girl. She's like Derek's an assimilation. He's like he's not wearing a sombrero. Yeah. How do you be? Mexican? But I'd wear a sombrero. How do you be Mexican? I don't know. I'm just me. I'm an American. <laughs> so as an American, you wouldn't go to Europe. You're. You. You. Yeah. <laughs> now I can be. Pr- I can be proud of that. Would you go to Mexico? I've been to Mexico. See, that's insane to me. That I've been to Mexico? Okay, because at, like the current climate in the world, Mexico is 50 billion times more dangerous than fucking Well, I, w- I went to Mexico when I was like 11, so I had no idea how scary it was. Saying, I had to watch back, traffic to see how scary now? Mexico is. No. Stop fucking <laughs> watching movies, dude. It's like, or, or watch different movies. Watch movies where like people go on vacation and have a wonderful time. You know what I mean? What, what movie do people go on a vacation Lost and have a great translation. time? You don't I guess you're right. I'd go to Japan. See? Because they had Guitar Hero in like 1989. See? Because you know of it from fucking movies and shit. I'm trying to think of another good movie location for you. Narnia. <laughs> Actually, there's Narnia. always like wars That's weird because in that second movie, there. they're like, welcome back to Narnia. All your friends are dead. Yeah, they were. And they're like, and you're not going to be in the next movie, older kids. Yeah. But When I did go to Mexico, um, I was given... 50 pesos which at the time was the equivalent of about five dollars and we went into shops and they had music and they had music like with all like the radio hits on it and when i put it in a cd player it was like a mexican guy singing english that doesn't understand english so at the time i didn't it? appreciate it but now i'm like still have i know it? i don't i wish i did that's the greatest we thing should ever. go to mexico and get them i'm down that's like we're close now too that's like when i was in fucking like fifth grade i was in summer camp but someone started floating around a fucking cd of it was quirky from Facts of Life. <laughs> life goes on. Life. What, what was that name of the show? Life goes on was quirky. Okay, it was a quirky. The fucking kid with Down syndrome uh-huh. did a musical CD. Really? Yeah, it was called Quirky Sings. <laughs> and it was incredible. Tells it like it is. And like all I remember. Did he cover songs or? No, like, they were original songs, and what they were was they would have um, other other uh, vocal artists or whatever sing like Background. 99% of the song. Oh, really? And Corky would come in and say like one line to like tag it up and shit. And I remember one went... Um, like whoop, there it is. He'd come in watch, with a whoop. Watch, watch, One went... Um, it started like... Uh, I'm, I'm going to do an impression of a guy with Down syndrome now. So bear Go with for me, it. folks. He was like, there's so much to eat every day and I can never decide. And then some guy came in and he's like... Well, eating is fun. Eating is serious. You eat too much, you're gonna get delirious. You eat too little, you're gonna disappear. Eating is so, so <laughs> serious. And then Corky comes on and goes, like, pizza with pepperoni? And they go, yeah. You're gonna <laughs> eat a little, you're gonna eat a lot. Like, every song would be some guy singing and Corky would just... This is a children's CD? Yeah, kind of. There was one about, like... Promoting brushing. eating? There was one about brushing your teeth and shit. Dude, you know what you just fucking reminded me of? When I was like nine years old or ten years old, and my my grandparents lived in Vegas, and I used to go a lot. My grandpa had a personal trainer. It was this black dude, and I can't remember his name. He was the fucking coolest guy ever. And he, at like three months into their training ship, I found that he'd done like twenty years in fucking prison for like murder. <laughs> like we all found that out and shit. Like he was a hardcore fucking felon, but he was reformed now. And part of that 
was, see the system works. And part of that was he wanted to like spread a message to kids. He wanted to like give back. Don't kill. So he started a rap career, but it was all about. He gave me the CD too, and every song was about brushing your teeth. <laughs> he was the Tooth Bandit, was his rap name. But he was a murderer. But he had been a murderer. <laughs> Did he murder teeth? In the no 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 in real life no he murdered people I think like multiple I don't think you go to jail you, for murdering did you know, teeth no did I you was know really the, young oh. that had happened a few times actually another story I never told him my dad's actually going to be on the podcast at the end of the month so oh. I'll have him fucking I have to blow him out of the water with this episode <laughs> so I'll have him verify a few of these things but when I was growing up we had a babysitter up until the age of like I was probably like thirteen or twelve or something I don't know and her name was Barbara how my mom found her was she was babysitting a friend or something. You know what I mean? Like, my mom's friend, she babysat her kid. So we hired this lady when I start starting at, like, the age of, like, five. Like, Barbara was my babysitter for, like, my entire childhood. Same lady. And Barbara was fucking nuts, dude. And I knew this from the age of six, and I used to tell my parents, like, every night when they came home when I was, like, crying and I would jump in their arms hugging, I'm like, she's fucking crazy. Don't leave me with her. And they'd be like, oh, come on, blah, 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 because we're stoners. My parents don't realize. And not crazy in, like, the Simpsons babysitter, like, trying to murder them and shit way, but, like, I knew at an early age, age that this lady was mentally unstable. What would she do? All right, here's some of the fucking exam. She was just the weird. She talked very low like this, like, hello, Matthew. It's time for you to go to bed now. And she would, like, try to sing to me while I laid in bed. And I'd be like, get out of <sighs> here. Brendo babysitting you? Wait, yeah. Right? <laughs> no. And she was just, like, super, like, super Jesus y. Used to, like, read prayers in the living room and shit. And, like, would, like, she'd break out her dinner and stuff. And it would be, like, a plastic bag full, like, tuna. Like, like, weird she was a weird like like a schizophrenic lady right and no one well, she talked to people that weren't there she was just real i can't i wish i could remember more Other specific than examples like she was very like you couldn't curse in front of her she would start crying she used to cry a lot like anything how old was she like in her 40s she had a kid uh. anything made her cry so my parents for years it was barbara 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 like they didn't hear they didn't believe me they didn't believe me finally i got old enough that i we didn't need a babysitter me and my younger brother like a year later Barbara was institutionalized and still lives in a mental hospital. She was schizophrenic the entire fucking time. But did she do anything like weird? Like she'd try to drown you and your brother? No, but I knew that there was something <laughs> fucked up with this lady from like, dude. And so you're that, lucky to be here. That's one of the biggest comeuppances of my, like my, I, I'm lucky I have such a great relationship with my parents that I could be like, you guys realize you left me with a fucking lunatic. Mike. What would you do if she did like try to? Okay, get your round up your brother. I filled up the bathtub. I'm gonna drown you guys now. Could you like defend yourself? Yeah, man, it would have been. I've watched enough movies by that point. Watch Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, I would have. <laughs> get fucking, a blow I probably would have like accidentally murdered the lady or something. But she was just really, really crazy. And like you went to her house, and I grew up in a fairly affluent town, and she grew up kind of on the outskirts of it. And like a few times we'd see probably her house, hated you guys. Huh? She had like no, no, no. She had like <sighs> cars on cement blocks and shit, and I'm like. That didn't exist. Like, she had like 50, <laughs> where are the tires? She had like fifty something cats. Like it was that lady. Did you ever have to stay at her house? No, but like we went there once to like drop off. Like we used to give her like food and shit for because then she had a kid at one point and her boyfriend was like a fucking loser, like druggy. So like they could never afford food and they used to come to our house like crying for money and it was a really weird situation. So, but out of that situation, one time I was walking. I was like fourteen years old. Or 15 and walking around in my town and I saw Jerry who was Barbara's boyfriend the father of her child 
And I was like, oh, hey, man, I hadn't seen him in like five fucking years. And already by this point, I had like smoked pot. I was an adult kind of. He was like, hey, what's going on, man? And I was like, nothing. He's like, hey, I was just getting ready to split town again. Like, <laughs> and I found these boxes of comic books. You want them? And I was like, yeah, I do. 99% of my most valuable comic books came from fucking Jerry crazy junkie junkie jerry everything works out for you that one day inside (laughs) that swings and roundabouts man so this barbara it was like like, another and i'm sorry to interrupt real quick another way that worked out is when my dad used to get pot when i was a little kid his pot dealer was this guy named jack and jack owned a bookstore and so like my parents i didn't know i was like eight years old and shit so my dad would be like we're going to get books and i'd be like yay like twice a week (laughs) yeah in his mind so like he would hang upstairs with Jack and Jack would be like always be like hey look around the store or whatever and every week Jack would give me like a fucking stack of fucking comics like thank dad god my dad was a fucking pothead like 90% of my comics were gifted to me from a junkie and a drug dealer and they're all valuable I've had an interesting life they're probably stolen I've had an interesting good geeks were probably murdered for your great collection I mean I've got good fucking comics in there once and then another dickish move I did was my cousin gave me like a half short box full of comics. It was only like 50 comics. He was like, can you sell these for me? And I was like, yeah. I never sold them and I just kind of like absorbed them into my collection. <laughs> so we don't know which ones were his and which weren't. So at this point, I gave him like 100 bucks once and I was like, that'll cover it. It will probably do One it. of the comics is from like 1953. It's like uh, an original Jack Kirby, Fing Fang Foom, Strange Tales <laughs> or whatever. It's worth thousands of dollars. So this Barbara I was like... I listen to my podcast. She was like a charity... I'll cut him in. A charity case where they're like, let's give her some money, let's give her some food, and let you know, let's take care of her. Children. Yeah, and let her watch our most precious jewel, Matt much, Cohen. Yeah, and my brother Nicholas Cohen. I have a younger brother. Um, yeah, man, it was it was a weird. My parents were kind of like like the most supportive, loving, like caring, like semi sheltering parents in the world, but certain things they had weird lapses in fucking judgment with that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you should be dead. I should be dead many times over, man. The first time I should... You should be in that uh, Soul Asylum video where the, there's the missing kids. I don't know that. You don't know that? It's this creep. Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum had a video... That vid- song from Clerks 2. No, no, no. It's called... It's you like... misery. It's like runaway train never coming back. And they're singing the song and then Is real... Soul Asylum? Runaway... I thought that was, that was like John Bon Jovi. No, no, no. That's Soul Asylum. Oh, and then okay. p- p- real pictures of missing kids would show up on the screen and at the end of the video they would give you a number to call and that video was really famous so a lot of kids were recovered turns out they ran away from like abusive households and like they didn't want to come back and they were drugged <laughs> they back to terrible lives like, they were like dog catchers with nets exactly shit, with like soul asylum t-shirts on yeah that video didn't do any good that was for you Derek thank you um what were we just talking about man soul right, asylum right before soul asylum right before you interrupted me Fucking haphazardly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, your 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 weird aunt or what was she? Barbara? No, she was my babysitter, dude. She was a weird. Babysitter. Did they make you call her Aunt Barbara? No, she wasn't my <laughs> aunt or anything. She was weird. And then okay, on the other end of the spectrum, when I came out to Vegas, I I spent probably from the age of like four to the age of like fifteen, I probably spent like two to three months a year in Vegas. Wow. Like my grandparents lived in Vegas. Like in arcades. Because you couldn't really do anything. Yeah, yeah. We would go. To, I would go to the arcades every day and shit. We'd go to dinner and shows, but I would mostly like phase. Hang out. Yeah, but I'd mostly hang out at like the fucking like um arcades where like Excalibur had like motion machines when they first came out. Oh yeah. And they they would run like two a day and they would alternate them. So every day I would go and ride the fucking motion machines. It was a movie theater that shake. You know what I mean? Um, 
And on that end of things, my grandma had a housekeeper named, oh no, Mary. Thank fucking God I remember that. And like when I was five years old, Mary was like 90 something years old. Mary was the oldest lady I ever knew in my life. And I think Mary's still alive today. I think she's like 106 years old. Mary lived off of cigarettes, Diet Coke, and salami. <laughs> she was, and she only had one shirt. Like ever, she had like a dress, like a floral dress thing, and it was she only wore in the fucking fifteen years I knew this lady. She only wore the same shirt every single day. Do you know how Willard Scott does the birthdays of the people that are hundred, and they always go, "What is your secret to longevity?" And it's always one of two things: it's either like I bacon, drink whiskey and bacon yeah, yeah. and smoke cigarettes every day, or I pray to Jesus every day, and I have a slice of apple like, pie after dinner. I eat babies. That, that if that was suck their life marrow, I would do that if because I, I think when I get older I'm gonna be really afraid of dying. Do you have a fear of death, man? Not now, and hopefully I'll never get it. You got a while, but anyway. So Mary was like really fucking old and like a like a wacky old lady and like used to smoke and like, like a rapping granny. No, 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 no. Just like a fucking like like a senile old lady. Like was she racist. No, not at all. That she was just there, kind of. It was really hard to describe. Like Mary, like I never had a real. I don't think I Mary was ever. I had ever had a real conversation with Mary in my entire life. Because like, maybe she was really dumb. She she didn't. <laughs> she was on uned- She was super on un- it. She didn't go to like middle elementary school. She was really uneducated. She came from like a really trashy kind of background and shit. Whatever. She so she was just kind of like an old hick lady, if you will, right? But at the same point, she didn't fucking do anything. She so, can't die. No, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, when she used to babysit us, we, like, I didn't do drugs because I was a little kid or whatever, but, like, I did the ki- little kid equivalent of doing drugs all day long. Snorting okay. pixie sticks? Dude, we we would, like, fucking stay up till, like, four in the morning and, like, fucking eat, like, I remember I used to I used to get, like, a giant bowl and I would put ice cream in it and then every other single kind of possible dessert thing in the house... <laughs> Like cookies and fucking, because my grandpa loved chocolate and shit. So it'd be like peanut butter and and fucking like graham crackers and ice cream and like all this shit in one fucking bowl. And I would eat like a hand spool and food and get nauseous. But like it was always weird shit like that. And we would make her do. Like at one point when I got semi nerdy when I was like 14, I was like, we're going to do a mock trial of the JFK assassination. That's super nerdy. (laughs) And I made Mary play fucking um, J. Edgar Hoover. Or not Jade Goover. I made her play Lee Harvey Oswald. This is a weird childhood. I mean, like, the ice cream and all the cookies sound cool, but... The Jade Goover, re- I mean, the JFK <laughs> reenactment. I was a weird I was a weird kid. It was always a mix of, like... If it's the OJ trial, I'm down. See, and this is the one thing I credit my parents with. And if I ever have a kid, ever have a kid, I don't even think there's a way I could recreate it, which is what I really... I really take my fucking hat off to them and show my bald head. Haha. <laughs> like, for my parents being stoners and letting me do whatever I want and shit, and for not having any foresight into how to be parents beforehand because their parents are not... How old were they when they had you? Tw- my mom was 28. My dad was 30. Okay. Um, But the, uh, they're also the kind of people that like... And this might be weird to say in the air, but I've said enough shit. I found this out a couple of years ago. My, me and my brother called my mom Bybort. Like, they're the people in idiocracy that waited till they were, like, successful enough. And, like, my mom had three abortions in a row before she had me with my dad. Lucky like, number four. I, I was, <laughs> so, like, we have three brothers. Triboard, I call her. So we have, like, three dead brothers somewhere. Wow. That's oh, a really loose family relationship. Dude, it's the weirdest. Like, we smoke pot with my fucking grandma now. Like, 
Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a weird. It's, Did she it, ever like decorate your room with subtle hints to the number four? No, it's dissolved. My family relationship has dissolved into literally just like a bunch of potheads who know each other. It's kind of insane. Like family gatherings are the most depraved fucking thing. Not depraved that like we're bad people or there's anything horrible going on. Just like a lot of pot being smoked for like one. By everybody. Like at one point we had three generations on the same bowl. <laughs> like how many that families, should be knitted on how a, many families uh, can see that like it was my grandma my mom and me and my brother and my dad you know what i mean like um did you commemorate commemorate that occasion? and like my grandma only tried pot for the first time like a year ago with my parents like my grandma's like 78 years old my mom's mom because my grandpa died like maybe four years ago five years ago and he was super straight laced and shit so he would have never gone so she's like Lampshade on head, party She's like, ready whatever, to go. Man. She just laughs and like watch Oprah and shit when she gets high. <laughs> she only smokes my parents. It's really cute. But um, uh, my parents did this amazing thing, man. Like from the earliest age on. And here's the thing: my parents are not intellectuals. Hmm. My parents are both extremely bright. My mom is. My mom knows a lot about a lot of shit. My mom is. Neither of them are book read in the fucking truest Street sense. Street smart. Word. What? Street my smart. dad is street smart. My mom is just genuinely smart. My mom knows a lot about shit, but as she gets older and starts smoking more pot, she's losing her fucking mind. Oh man! Like my mom is the, my mom is the biggest stoner I know. Like stereotypical stoner. Really? Like forgets what she told you like thirty seconds ago and shit. It's kind of adorable, you know what I mean? <laughs> for like a 50, oh mom for like a fifty-three-year-old woman or whatever. Um, but besides all that shit, man. Like so, they had no real fucking like. This is how you have a kid, and they didn't read any books or like. But like from the age of like four on, maybe they should write a book. And I think I think I think a large part of it was just genetics and me. You know what I mean? Like I was born with a lot of certain things. But like I used to fucking like my favorite books when I was a little kid were like these logic puzzle books and shit. Or like they used to buy me like do your own archaeology sets. From like the earliest age, I was into really really nerdy and not even geeky nerdy shit. Like mm-hmm. like like mock trials. What? Like mock trials. Totally. Like, like, yeah, exactly. Let's get to the bottom of this. Like, no, like weird shit like that, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I was in, like, I would, I would buy, like, fucking, like, uh, yes, I would buy, like, like stuff little kids would not want to fucking play with. I would be the one little, like, like science toys. You know what I'm talking about? Like microscopes. No, like the dopest toy ever, dude. It would be, they would, you would get, you would get a block of, like, kind of, like, gravelly sand. Oh, and then, like, file it down and find a dinosaur. File it down and find a dinosaur in it and shit. I (laughs) love that. How fucking cool is that? pretty lame it's not pretty lame i wanted dude there was a, like a couple of years right before i moved to la I, I was like i'm gonna go back to college to be an archaeologist i swear <laughs> like, to god what are your credentials you're like well i have a bunch of clumps that and i, I, found w- I want to be indiana jones like that was pretty much it like i was this close to going to college to be indiana jones just to be indiana jones and it was like you got to get a phd and shit and like rights and what's left to find oh lots of stuff um atlantis holy grail uh ark of the covenant um, they found that though. Locked net what in Ethiopia, or in the movie? Do you know about that? Um, there's a church in Ethiopia. Uh, this tribe, this tribe, I think they're Jews. I think they call themselves Jews. They claim to have the fucking Ark of the Covenant mm-hmm. in this tiny, tiny, tiny little temple on like a fucking farm in the middle of Africa, and no one's allowed in it except for one priest. And that priest keeps getting passed down to his son or whatever. But literally, no one's allowed in the temple. But they claim to have the the fucking real. Ark of the Covenant. How come no one's ever invaded that fucking place? Like, I don't even care about the Bible, nor do I believe in God, but I want to get a group together and, like, fucking... And go s- get it? Yeah, man. Like, who would you get? Who would I get? Yeah, who's your dream like, team? Like, fictional characters? No, 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 well, no, because you have to do it for real, but, like, of people you know, who's the dream team? 
You're going to get a team together. You're going to Ocean's We're Eleven. We're going in to, to steal the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Here's the thing. And I don't mean, Is to, be, I don't on mean the team? to be offensive, but like, they're a bunch of African dudes with sticks. I don't think it'll be that hard. Like it's not. Don't like underestimate them. It's not like a heavily militarized compound. It's the middle of a fucking like like the middle of the brush somewhere. You know what I'm saying? They're like dudes in loincloths and stuff. Like who claim to have the fucking most important like like could possibly prove that the the Bible exists. I wouldn't go in there alone though. Here's who I would take. Here's who I would take. Brendo. See, I, I, it's weird to take people I know. I'd rather take fictional characters. Can we do that? Okay. All right. I would take Indiana Jones, obviously, but He's at cheating. a certain point. <laughs> I would fucking like. I would take Superman. I'd like kick him. In the, I'd have someone like kick him in the leg or something. That way, I could steal the spotlight. Like he could get us right up to it and shit. And then I'd be like, <laughs> "Sorry, Indy." Like he'd be like, "Oh, do you take?" Don't the, cross Indy. It always you take this. That always kid. works. What? When somebody crosses Indy right at the moment where they're supposed to get something, they always get fucked. Has it never worked for them? Well, Indy wouldn't be around if that was true. I guess so. Um, and he's not around though, right? Chronologically, wouldn't he be dead by now if he was like? He would be. He was born eighteen ninety nine because they wanted to make him ninety three. Yeah, Indy would be dead. Ninety three for the ABC Young Indiana Jones. That's what I mean. So Indy's totally dead. No, I just saw him on the Willard Scott thing. He's like one hundred and ten. What do you mean? Oh, they were yeah, like, yeah. and today this week, his secret to longevity is a slice of apple pie before Junior dinner. Indiana Jones eats his dessert first, and he's like, they're like, what's your secret? Do you think the uh, Holy Grail made him live really long? See, I've thought about that. No. Because the second they pass through the threshold, it doesn't count. Because fucking his father's dead in Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, and he drank the water. So did fucking... That's true. So did um, Sala and Marcus, didn't they? No, no, just them. Just, yeah. And you know what? As a little kid, that always pissed me off. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you've got to Like, everybody pass it around, and assholes. And your boys are right there. Like, fuck the Nazis. Just Sala and Marcus. Like, That's what I always liked about stoners, is that they pass things around. They share. <laughs> I would pass you the Holy Grail, man. And 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 John Reese davies the thing about him uh, is... Fuck, I'm, I'll call them back in a minute. The thing about uh, John Reese davies in that scene is, too, he kind of gives Indy a fucking look like... Um, is he gonna give me like like his eyes get all bright for a second and you, and then he's like oh like I feel bad for Solomon man and in that movie they destroyed his brother's car who Solomon's brother's car yeah remember the the, the rocket launcher and he was collecting all the cameras he's like I told you now no cameras he's just kind of a dick like what do they pay Sala what does Sala get out they of the probably relationship pay him in with dates, the Jones brothers like pay him in like dirt or something no I'm sure like because he seemed to be a fairly wealthy guy he had like a whole big operation going on in yeah that nice fez. Not even. Let's not even joke around, though, Derek. This isn't the episode to be funny. Let's let's talk geek, man. Let's fucking go stoner. Let's get into it. Shit. Let's let's get deep on Indiana right. Jones. Let's do it. He seemed to have some money in Raiders of the Lost Ark because he had a whole fucking operation. He had like a cool rooftop kind of condo. Thing. He had a lot of people. Under he had a his lot employee. of people under his employee who could like move shit and like do all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Sala obviously has some fucking cash. We know he's an antiquities dealer, I believe, because that's how Indian Marcus know him. He's like their contact in the Middle East. Right. To get them artifacts. Because before Raiders, theoretically, Indy wasn't having... He was having misadventures, but nothing to that scale. Well, Temple of Doom. Okay, I get... Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, you wanted to get geek on this. I got you. <sighs> I got your geek. Fucking Temple of Doom, dude. I really no, I love do. it. You do? This is the best sidekick of all time. Who's short round? Yeah, he's awesome. No, it Hold on to your potatoes. <laughs> dude, Temple of Doom sucks because like they just brought the stakes down so much. Like it Stakes went- down? It was... The world was going to end and be taken over by some Indian god. What do you mean the world was going to end? Because they, the, they were... Those rocks together, they were going to bring back Shiva, and Shiva was going to kill God. 
God and then take over the universe. The stakes were the biggest See, they, they've they ever were. They well. did. Yes, they did. It's like I'm gonna kill your Shiva God. Being involved in Temple of Doom. Yeah, they were praying to Shiva and sacrificing hearts to him. That was Shiva's a girl, or her. <laughs> the stakes are huge. See now, man. To me, it was like you, once you introduce Nazis, you can't go to like Indian dudes. Well, that was the problem. A lot of people didn't like it. That's what I'm saying. Like, indie, indie doesn't it. work without Nazis. The only indie movies that have worked had Nazis <laughs> as the bad guys. So you said earlier that your Indiana Jones was the staple of your youth and that you hated the fourth one? And this, Yeah. Did you see it in the theater? No. Well. Oh, I should have. And then in the theater, they gave out, like, prizes. What do you mean? I'm just kidding. Oh, like, that would have made me. No. When was the last time you've been in a theater? Uh, a really long time. Hmm. Let me think about it for a second here. What's the last time you've been in a theater? Yesterday. I saw Easy A. What is the last movie I've seen in theaters? Um, Wow. We got to go back a fucking while, dude. I'm not not sure. this year? Iron Man 2 with Kevin. Oh, okay. So that was how long ago? It was in May. It's not too long. June, July. Yeah, I haven't seen a movie since then in theaters. Mm. I saw your tweet about... What are you talking about, dude? I've seen fucking five movies oh, in, in theaters. Oh, in this theater. Bear Nation, Shark is Still Working, Ed's Movies, Ed's Modcastle. Um, what right. were you saying? I saw that Don't tweet. Don't fucking roll your eyes at our <laughs> movie show, you dick. You no, I didn't. Here. I went. I, my hand, my fist pumped in the You got to realize, man, we're coming off the heels of the live shows. This is... Uh, this is where you cool down. I, well, it's it's weird. We're cooling down. We're this being is the victory lap. Being all casual, but I also forget to realize this is the most people who've ever heard me talk. So like, they're gonna be like, "This motherfucker don't take this seriously." Oh, me or you? Both of us. They're like one dude smoking cigarettes, the other dude's talking shit about the movies they play there. I didn't. I'm rolling eyes, shit. <laughs> you were rolling <laughs> eyes, which isn't visual, so you get away with it. You're right. So you tweeted. You went to like Barnes and Noble and picked up some books. What I saw in there was National Geographic the most boring magazine of all time? The greatest magazine. So you're really into like other shit. worlds yeah. and or <laughs> other countries and yes. and their tribes like and I, stuff. And their tribes? No dude, I'm extremely into like history and like world culture and shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you do well in school in those no, things? Um on the tests, yeah. I was no, because I don't I didn't want to do the work and shit. I didn't go to class, but like What is back there? I don't know. Let's let's not worry about it. Um but I, that, it, for fuck, it was never about school. It was like, no, I failed out of school, but I was going home to watch documentaries about like. You fucking, flunked out. What? No, I graduated high school. You just didn't get to walk the stage. But they didn't let me. But that had nothing to do with my grades. That had to do with cutting. I didn't get to go to prom uh, or graduation. So it was behavioral. Yeah, yeah, it was behavioral discipline. Would you say how much? How toned down do you think you are from teen years to now? How toned down do I think I am from fucking two years ago to now? Were you like wild and crazy? Never. No. Okay. Never wild and crazy, self-destructive. Does that make sense? Really? I was never like, woohoo, let's all get fucked up and drunk. I would like be me sitting in the woods drinking by myself and doing acid. The woods? Like, <laughs> I used to sit in the woods a lot. I like the woods. I, 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 primarily, the age of like 15 to 22 was spent in the woods by myself. The woods of where? Vermont, Long Island. Where right. I live in Long Island, there are woods everywhere. Like, you leave my high school and there's a forest like 10 feet away. So I would just bolt into the forest and like sit on a log all day and smoke pot and read. So you found focus in the last year or so? It's not, it's not focus. It's just, I think it's with age. I've, I've literally calmed down. It's just literally calmed down. Cause I've always been focused and ambitious and shit. But I think, I think my, my body is finally caught up with my fucking brain and like I'm not as hyper as I used to be. Mm. Like, like, he's always talking and fucking, always just talking and talking and talking. Like, that's what I used like to do. Like, about geek stuff? Like, reciting about lines to movies? About everything, just talking. 
Like in this National Geographic, the fucking tribes. What's with you in the tribe, man? Like, <laughs> there's always a tribe on the cover of a National Geographic. What the fuck cover. are you talking about? This month is is a thing about King Tut. Last month was a thing. Oh, so boring. I've read National. Ge- I've read every National Geographic since I'm like 12 years. My ago. stepdad got me a subscription to it. I also bought the thing for like 80 bucks, where it's every issue ever digitally on like five discs from like 1880 back, and I've read every single issue. I'd buy that for like Mad Magazine. I've read every single issue National. Ge- Dude, I love New National Geographic. Like that's the shit I care about. Like I like I like I. Uh, I I would love to travel. I like the idea of being in the twenties and going to uncharted places and not knowing if King Kong is on. See, this man, island. you like you go twenties. I my favorite time period is like the fucking fifteen hundreds, eleven hundred, like random old shit, dude. Like like like, like nights. Like pre nights, even sir. Like let me think of my favorite time periods. I really I love the eighteen eighties. A lot of weird... That was kind of like the birth of this century. That was Jack the Ripper and Edgar Allan Poe. Back to the Future 3. And Back to the Future... But I'm not talking about the West, though. Mm. Like, I like the shit that happened. Like, the Chicago Exposition. Like, that was a weird fucking time. Like, all around the world, in every city, there was dark fucking shit happening. Like, have you seen From Hell? No. You've never seen From Hell? No. What? Yeah, You're a fucking weirdo. At the end of it, the killer who's... Do you want to know who the killer is? Jack the Ripper? You want to know who plays... Who is Jack the Ripper, though, in the movie? Oh, like what special guest star? It's not it? a special guest star. It's one of it's the some, It's... Oh, is it Heather Graham? No. Is it How Johnny Depp? Ha- what? I don't no, know. I haven't seen it. It's Ian Holm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Holm plays Jack the Ripper, and he does his speech at the end when, he's, when he finally gets caught. You're not going to live to see the 20th century. It's, but it's right before that's what Johnny Depp says to him at the end of this speech and it's basically I don't know it heart for heart but he's like um, in a hundred years men will say I gave birth to the 20th century which is kind of in a weird way true because who is saying that Jack the Ripper no but who is saying that now you what do you mean but who is saying that he gave birth to the 20th century me <laughs> I'm self-fulfilling saying, like Jack the Ripper and Edgar Allan Poe and like the dark kind of fucked up dystopian like because the 20th century was all war and plague and fucking famine and genocide and like horrific shit that we hadn't dealt with as a human race kind of mm-hmm. and those were almost like the pre like Jack the Ripper is kind of the precursor to, it was like a taste of what was to come almost like the uh, the extent of human evil it's kind of what jumped humans into the cynical creatures we are now the cynical nervous fearful you know what I mean? No one was really living in fear in like the fucking Victorian days. They were all like playing croquet and like, oh, Timothy, it's such a lovely day on the veranda. <laughs> there was pound cakes. Grab the canoe. There were pound cakes everywhere, dude. Like everyone had five pound cakes a day, like, <laughs> like given to them every morning. Like the pound. Hello, lads. It's the pound cake man. And Have you did- seen Marie Antoinette? There's always cakes everywhere. At those See, parties. I haven't. See, I don't. But that's the kind of. It's it's weird. I'm not into like fancy history. <laughs> Does that make sense? You like gritty history. I don't want to hear about like how the aristocracy was living because that shit was ridiculous. Like, there's no Wi-Fi then. I don't care. There, there was no Wi-Fi, but dude, there was cooler shit. Like, see, if you were really, like, the Egyptians had fucking cra- they had shit cooler than Wi-Fi, dude. I've seen the mummy. Well, I see, no, not like <laughs> take it, that's take his, it out of Stephen Summers' fucking movie reference. That's as Egyptian as you can get. I've ridden the ride too. Oh right. Well, now you're an expert. Nah, dude. Like fucking. Like, there's a book I called. Survived. There's a book called 1491, and it's called America, pre-Columbian America, America before the Columbian exposition, Columbian whatever, whatever. And it basically, <laughs> like, you should read. See if you were into this kind of shit at all. Like, uh, in South America, Mexico, 
the bottom of North America, like mm-hmm. the Aztec, the Incans, Central America, the Mayans, the Olmecs, like all those indigenous Olmec. Yeah, like from uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Everything. Do they have an Olmec? Then the guy's name is Olm- the Talking Face. Really? Yeah, is Olmecs Olmec. were a tribe. I think. The, Send the your Ansa- letters in. The Ansazis, like all that shit. All the indigenous tribes, dude. They had more going on here than they did in Europe. Like, we think that Columbus came over and, like, found, like, a bunch of dudes jerking off and, like, killing deer and stuff. But they had, like, (laughs) cities bigger than London and, like, crazy complex, like, calendar systems and, like, irrigation and, like, technology. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people think they found batteries in ancient Egypt. Do you you think it's an insult for any movie that suggests that aliens came a million years ago and gave us technology? Not it's like all, telling man. us we're stupid. No, that's a fucking the the um the ancient alien theory is a fucking prevalent one. Like I don't know that I don't believe that because it's like how the fuck did we go from like fucking dudes with rocks to like fucking building the pyramids and shit? You know what I mean? Bigger rocks. There's a weird jump in there's a weird jump in the human consciousness kind of. Is there like a gap? Like we're like a really small, like a really big jump in a small. Well, no, it's it, it's big jumps in certain places. Now I feel like I'm on Charlie Rose. Big jumps in certain places, like China, ancient China, ancient Egypt, ancient like Mesopotamia, like crazy fucking advanced, like shit that we still are now just discovering again three thousand years later. Would you go back to like third grade go, now? Because this is the kind of thing they teach. No, in actually, history. I was actually thinking about this. If I could go back to any time period, this is gonna, this is like the fucking nerdiest episode of Bad and Board ever. Let's talk about blowjobs after this. Um, this is nerdy in your way. This is like so boring. I've never, my, not boring, but like this is go this fuck is, yourself. Uh, it's nerdy, not geeky. That's the difference, right? I would go back to like fucking ancient Egypt to like the Library of Alexandria, but I would have a dude who could translate and speak English and like. What would you do there? Do you know what it is? No. The Great Library of Alexandria. So like 3,000, whatever, however fucking, I'm bad at numbers and shit. Mm -hmm. Whenever ancient Egypt was, Mm -hmm. there was this place called the Library of Alexandria, which was a library. And it was basically, it amassed all the world's knowledge from kind of the, as soon as humans started writing shit down, like from every culture in the world. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was the internet back then. It was every single piece of human information ever accrued and written down in one fucking place. And it burnt down and all that information got destroyed. So people think like that's the shit that would give proof to fucking God. And like that's the magical shit that would teach you how to like that's all. You know what I mean? All the un- like wizards like all writing the down how they can shit do about the universe. They think the answers were, were kind of in that library in Alexandria or whatever. So you would want to go there. Fuck yeah, dude. I want to know every unexplained mystery to the universe. That's my big thing. It has been since I'm a little kid. Like I'm obsessed with. Those kind of things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would go back to 1989. To watch Batman in theaters? You've told me. That's so fucking pathetic. And Ghostbusters too. So fucking pathetic, dude. Is that really pathetic to go no, back to the time that I would probably be happiest in? No, it's not pathetic. Only only coming off my whole fucking like, gay little speech about you, you, it. And I don't mean gay in the Brendo way. They're both uh, they're both selfish. I just want to see movies that I love in theaters and you want power. You want power. Mysteries of the fucking universe. Yeah. What would you do if you had all, all of those well, solved? It's not, for the, it's not for powers. I just want to know, man. Okay. I just want answers. You know what I'm saying? Answers to like everything. why are we here? Everything, yeah. How do, like how did they build the like every every single like what happened to Atlantis? Like fucking, you know what I mean? Do you think Atlantis exists? Totally. It's referenced to in fucking the Odyssey and Plato references it. <laughs> well, how would Plato know? Where where do they say that Atlantis was? Like on a map? In the Greek island, like around Greeks. Oh, okay. And then it's in, just in under the, the sea in the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. And they, like they, with they, undersea castles, like in Little Mermaid. Nah, and stuff? dude. Okay, okay. Not Atlantis, like, 
the city under the water. That's but, not, that's but not the, the legend of Atlantis. Isn't that there are people living underwater? But that it that it fell. That it fell into. So the water. wouldn't we see? castles and stuff like from buildings for when it was like actually five thousand years that shit fucking goes to nothing dude so we could go down there and see nothing yeah stone corrodes and stuff i mean they found like they found recently they found like maybe maybe eight months ago they found this long like very man-made looking kind of just rock structure that went like a mile down in the middle of the ocean and they think that might be they were saying like Atlantis is found or whatever, you know what I mean? And it was just a long rock. That's what they got. That's what you got to go on for this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying, dude? Like I fucking I here's and it, and it extends, man. Like the movie Following got to me in a weird way because like I don't even want to. I don't even need to be an ancient archaeologist. The movie what? Following by Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you weren't at your house, I would love to look through your shit, dude. And I like to look through I would my look stuff through as if you I'm somebody have. that just broke in and like Whoa. because like you can really put, you, this guy's got and that's why I love history, DVD. man. Because it's like through these little tidbits of information, you get to kind of piece together an entire life in your like brain. Like what I'm almost. like, I can yeah, just yeah, tell totally. you if you want to know. What do you like, Derek? Like what, I'm all what, about fun. I'm all about fun. I'm into meeting I'm a, guys. I'm a guy of simple pleasures. What is it? I'm a guy of simple pleasures. I'm Ronnie, very mellow. What's the Ronnie? I'm about meeting guys. I'm about meeting girls. I'm about getting fucked up. Yeah. Doesn't he have like a weird yell? Yeah. Me and Derek are both avid Howard Stern listeners, which yep. I don't think We should get him on the show. Howard? Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. We should get Artie. That'll happen too. Why would we? We should get fucking. Uh, we should get Erwin him. Erwin Rommel or whatever. I mean, we should get fucking. Who the hell is that? I see. I'm going with it's like my history day. He was like a World War II general, the Desert Fox. He's dead. You got to relate to me on like a geek level, man. All right. We, go, should, we should get the Kool Aid Man. We should get fucking the, the guy who played. This, we should get Mr. Miyagi. See, he's dead. That's what he's I was trying dead. to say. We like, can probably find like him. That, well, we have the same chance of getting fucking Mr. Miyagi that we do Howard Stern. In fact, we have a better chance because I'm pretty sure we could find his body yeah, and fucking dig it, it up and shit. And just, like, do you think people would listen to that? Prop him up. If we're like <laughs> live from this podcast on Mr. Miyagi, like if we started bringing in dead celebrities. We'd have corpses, to precursor like us going to dig it. Dig. Like that would be What cool we would do is I, re- I would record myself as him. Like, I would pre-interview myself, and we'd put a little tape recorder next to him, so I'd be like, what was it like being in the Karate Kid? And we'd press a button, and, be, and I'd be, it was great! He didn't speak like that, though. He had a very... Hello. Mainstream. He had a, an American accent. He was kind of, like, fayish. Like, he sounded kind of gay. What do you mean? Like, he sounded like this. Really? <laughs> yeah. In real life? Yeah, he was an actor. I never heard him talk. Hmm? I've never even seen the Karate Kid, man. <sighs> I think, well, you hate, this is the thing. I hate childhood. You hate the no, 80s? I hate the 80s, and that's a very 80s fucking movie, right? You were born in the 80s. For like six years. For six years is a long time. Nothing happened until I was six. Like, my first memories are and when I was younger, two. And you're younger than me. That, see, no, man, my first memories are from like a fucking week ago. <laughs> Not even, like, I hardly remember what shows we did this weekend. But you, st- you, you, you love, like, I'm trying, so what do you love? What cartoons were your favorite? What do you favorite? love, man? No. Is there not, because you have my big a connection geek, to the 80s. My big geek thing growing up, um, it, it was the standard fucking, like, Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, like. The 80s is the most entertaining decade that we will ever see. Nah, fuck no, dude. We see things then. No, I'm kidding. We've seen things then that we'll never ever get again. What are you talking about? We have 3D and shit now. No, no, no. I'm talking about like stories and weird ideas. What? what, what Captain N. 
We'll what never are, see what that again. Big, but Captain N, but most of that shit sucks when you watch it now. Like you have, but you I like the idea that it's there. Fucking glasses to the eighties, like Brendo does. Like everything's awesome. It was awesome, but it really wasn't. Every, there's a few things that there's do TV stand shows up. that we could use the Nintendo shooty gun, and then we can interact with the TV show. What show is that? There, I forget the name of it, the but like they about? flashed. Do you know how a Nintendo gun worked? Yeah. With the flash of yeah, yeah. white, like it's very sciencey. But they use that technology so you can play along. I don't remember that. Hey, you look at YouTube, man. I want to play that now. You probably find it. Like, do you want, still have one? My, a gun? My power gun? No, no, no. I remember just fucking walking up to the TV and shooting that, trying to shoot that fucking dog over and over and over again in Duck Hunt. I you hated do that. that fucking dog. <laughs> that dog's your partner. Everyone hated that dog. Bullshit. Your dog, that partner. Your dog, that dog's there to fucking mock you every step of the way. That's true. He does laugh when you don't. Like, that dog's a cocksucker, man. Like, I seriously, he can you know, walk how many, home. How many things I've seen online about people trying to shoot the dog when they grow up? That's all <laughs> I ever did was just stand next to the screen with my fucking head hung low, just unloading on the dog, just hoping for. That's Some anger. fucking glitch in the code to knock his fucking head off. That you'd find it? Never. It never happened. That was like the night we all rented Tomb Raider when it first came out. And we, we tried for like eight hours to get the nude glitch to work. And it didn't. <laughs> it was like you had to double. Tri- Why don't you just spend eight hours trying to find real naked women on the internet or something? It was still before that time where it was like naked Lyra Croft was more interesting than a naked real woman. You probably spent eight hours to figure out how to distract the 7-Eleven guy so you could steal a Playboy. You'd have to do it. It was the internet. By that point, like, we obviously got the nude code on the internet, so we could have just looked at porn in retrospect. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Which is, like, dude, shit, do you remember, like, when porn used to be, like, we, we, we're we lucky that we're... we're Kids today, like, we, if you don't know, but we were just on the cups that we don't even really know. <laughs> what? We don't even really, because the internet was always there for us to jerk off to. Not... Bullshit, yeah. Very was, late in the game, like, no, the late it? 90s. To me, yeah. Late 90s? When did you get the internet in your house? You got the internet in 95, but the, nothing was good on there. There were naked like pictures. But I couldn't find them. I could, man, because I remember I, at one point when Sable posed for Playboy. <laughs> A wrestler? Yeah. I printed out the pictures <laughs> online and hid them in my bathroom. You, did, like, you had your own bathroom when you were a kid? Me and my little brother did, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like when I was 13 to like find a pornographic image on the computer a i shared my computer with my parents so and, did i and so like there was like they could trace it but it would it would it would be like weird amateur see but trace it what would your parents have gotten mad if you were jerking off there's you just, it's look it's our job to go look for it and it's their job to stop us Why is and it that's their just job the world to stop us it's just the world why do you want your kid being all pent up and like fucking like come explode one day like that's why little kids are crazy because they don't come enough but guys there, and girls but like. there are kids that are subject to porn that become porn addicts and have to go to rehab can you imagine <laughs> would, how much you'd have that would to fucking now that everyone's david fucking duchovny dude no one's a real porn addict i don't know like, I, did you ever see that MTV show about being addicted to porn? Like, he's like, I got a, a job interview at three, but uh, I'm just going to go to the adult bookstore and stay there for six hours. Like, you could you could you be could there for an hour maybe and then go to the job interview. Have you seen the MTV thing about the girl who eats chalk? Chalk eaters? No, I didn't see that. It was one. just one girl. It was like weird food things. Maybe it was MTV, but it was this girl who ate chalk. True life, I ate chalk. It was like, true life, I have weird eating disorders. One girl ate chalk, another girl ate like dirt or something. It was really fucking weird. I think it was Maury Povich. Was it Maury? Could be. Sounds like something that he would do. But kids now could like stream HD movie porn, like whole movies. Into your phone. Into your phone. 
Yeah, yeah. But back then it was it wasn't as hard, but it was still hard. Dude, I remember the first like the hate like when it first when I okay, so maybe like eighth grade we're talking about now. Like twelve or thirteen, when it for before the inter- before I realized the internet was a venue for porn. Did you ever jerk off to books? Or Just you, like you text. You were like a big reader, right? Yeah, I was. Did you ever jerk off to books? Like text? Yeah. I wasn't reading sexy books. I was, man. Like fucking, like. Well, like. I remember like jerking off the interview forms? with the vampire. Like there's a sex scene where this chick blows a dude in the shower and they fuck. And I remember like I had the page memorized. I used to jerk off to the past. Did you I, read it while you yeah, jerked off? Yeah, because I would get hard. Like I would Why start like a page. Before, I would mind. start like a half a page before, and then I would get hard like a half a page in, and then I would jerk off in my mind to it. My grandparents. But I would. I'm a. I need. I can't jerk off to my mind. I'm not one of those dudes. Oh really? I need something visual, man. My grandparents used to watch us after school, and when I was 13, used to jerk off to your grandparents. Watch no. But there was that would this, be weird. That would be weird. I would probably have to go on more. <laughs> if you had like a thing, like you're like, I only want to jerk off to my grandma and grandpa, <laughs> and only on my mom's side. <laughs> uh, there was mi abuela. <laughs> yes, you're you're very good at Spanish. There was this picture of uh, Nev Campbell and Denise Richards from a review of Wild Things, and she was in a a bathing suit, but it was a one piece. I, <laughs> I used to keep that under their bathroom sink because I used to have to go there every I think I might have talked about this on another show. I used to buy... And they found it? I used to buy the... Every month, some fucking company put out like an NFL magazine or whatever. And it was... You know what I'm talking about? And I used to buy it every month under the pretense of like, oh, I love football. But only because <laughs> in the back there was like 10 pages of cheerleader pictures. I used to check off to those. Dude, I mean, it got... You don't remember it getting desperate back in the... Like, I used to oh, jerk yeah. off the People fucking magazine. Like, I remember I would grab whatever magazines were in, the, on, in my kitchen counter. So it'd be like People and Entertainment Weekly and like something stupid. And it was always... You'd be praying for a good enough ad to jerk off to. <laughs> like a sexy bikini ad or something. Sexy Coke ad. Yeah. There were the milk ads or whatever. Like, that Tyra Banks milk ad got me through <laughs> some lonely fucking nights. There were like... Even, is this geeky enough for you, motherfucker? Even like, today, like we went from talking about my love of like culture and archaeology to what fucking milk ads. I, used to I can jerk relate off to jerking too. off. I can talk about jerking off. I'm sure you could. But like even today, like I told you, I don't like sex scenes in movies because I like to keep, I like to be, stay organized. I don't want like if I see like a sex. Now I'm all boned up and I'm gonna miss the next two minutes of the so movie. Does that mean anytime you think of sex, you immediately have to go jerk off? If it's like. Just right. Like, there's a scene in The Messenger, which I just watched on Instant Instant like, Watch. Woody Harrel- you like you wanted to jerk off during the fucking f- coffin moving movie. There's in the first two minutes, Jenna Malone picks up Ben Foster, and then like all of a sudden she's <laughs> on top of him. Right, like r- <laughs> you r- told me about that. You writhing and moaning like it's it, porn. You, you, the way you said it, you're like, and all of a sudden, I was like, fuck. I like, I literally looked up from my computer screen, and so I was like, ah, and I'm like, fuck you, messenger, for putting this porn. Keep it. You're just tell, just tell the story about the the, the arm. Troubled young man, dude. I don't want to have the urges. I'm like a sexual werewolf. <laughs> you're like, you like to, the moon's up. I'm like, you shit. You chain. You're like, fuck. I was I in the middle of myself. I was in the middle of this crossword puzzle. Now um, I have to chain myself. How, how do you like being DJ D Rock at Bagged and Boarded Live, sir? At first, it was like nerve wracking because with I'm all a, due, re- I'm a yeller. No, no, no. With all due respect, you kept saying like, I'll, I'll teach you this. I'll teach you this. And then like, 15 minutes before the show, you're like, just press that button. 
And I'm like, well, how? And, and as I was asking a question, well, if this happens, how do I? You're like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> press this button, and then you're like, okay, goodbye. And I'm like, oh shit, did that really happen? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, it's been a heady riot here at this mud castle. And then there was, what button was it? Like the record button. And then you won't even let me. And it's good. I don't want to touch the yeah, record button. Yeah. Now I do it before. But yeah, basically, yeah. all I do is do the intro and then check the levels. But if there's echoing, I literally at the time I had no idea what to do. Now and do you, you know were, what to do. You would look up at me through the window if if you're here at a live bagged and boarded and matt is looking up into space if i'm just like staring up look. angrily like 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 someone's raping someone in my family right now in that the balcony matt is worried about the audio and and it happens at, every episode for no but no but i have no idea how, how to, to fix how, it how i would fix it who was up there last week fixing it jeremy well, what, what was the problem? Like, just I look. couldn't. I can't hear myself. I could stage. lower the volume, and at the time, if there was echoing, I wouldn't know how to do All it. And you, you told me that to, to lower the volume. Like, wait, wow, this is a boring fucking episode. You were a bad idea to have. No, I'm kidding. In the future, all you got to do is bring this. The is, the, this is the inner workings. Of the the house level down. Don't touch the gray shit. Touch that red one on the end. Because the if, you, if you affect the speakers, it doesn't affect the input into the recorder. Okay. Boom. Now People are like, this is the greatest podcast ever. But they're also. How did, I, how did I miss 72 episodes of this or whatever? No, this is behind the scenes because I'm like, dig the dish on you. Because also, sometimes you think somebody's mic is off and then you look at me like for a long time. Are you, you airing look, your fucking bag and board? No, no, no. It's, fu- it's funny. It's funny. Because you look at me like, why is he sabotaging my podcast? I just fuck? get really nervous. Like, okay, we had Alex Winter on, and for the first 10 minutes, I did not think his mic was on. So I was listening to Alex Winter, like, trying to fucking be a good host and everything. And at the same time, tr- I, did you see I texted you during yeah. it? I was, I was so fucking nervous that, like, oh, my God, Derek forgot to do it. Like, I have OCD, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, if I leave my house sometimes, I'll, like, get in my elevator, go four flights down, get in my car, think I didn't lock my door, and do it all over again. Like, when I used to live in Manhattan, if I heard a fire truck within, like, 10 minutes leaving my house, I would walk back to make sure it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy being... I enjoy it. You do? I'm gonna, you're going to start playing some music for us, too, right? Oh, yeah. I can, I, oh, the sweet setups. I'm going to... You're gonna, sweet, you're gonna sweet lay down sound. Some sweet fucking rhymes for it's us. gonna come down. What, what are some? What are, what are some tunes you're thinking of? Maybe for some B and B house music. Uh, little partners in crime. What little is that? Turtle power from the first. Is Ninja it all gonna movie. be shit from like Ninja Turtles? No, no, no. no. Okay. It's gonna be stuff Gremlins that too. I like. Right on. Is that all shit from Ninja Turtles and Gremlins too? <laughs> uh, mostly. 80%. And like Lilo Kylie or whatever the fuck that is. Oh yeah, people like that. Like I also want to keep it in tune with like Kevin's taste because it's his his theater. See, I haven't gone for that route. But we, like, but we, I'd be all. Home I would notes. reach the middle of the Venn diagram where we intersect. So I would play like a lot of '80s music. All right, all right. yeah, you might be, yeah, you might be the in between between mm-hmm. my taste and Kevin's taste that would tie the theater together. At least with '80s, because as so far in the first month and a half, basically, if you come to a Smodcastle show. You're listening to what's on what I listen You've listened to, to the Family iPod. Matters theme about sixty times. <laughs> it's short. I put it on a lot of playlists. Um, but uh, what else do we hear a lot? What are the other oft-played songs in this? But I, I've put a lot of songs on my iPod based on what I've heard around Let's here, like the, spun- the SpongeBob right, theme. Like behind the scenes, shit, man. What song do you think is played in Smodcastle House music more than any other? Family Matters theme? No, um, probably there's that ca- my Caballero song, the Gogo Bordello song. Yeah, see, I think that's only a lot of New Radicals, one. which I like. Kevin likes New Radicals. Kevin's also been like under the bridge and like. 
Oh, that that Inside Man song? And here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Kev was like, we got to get songs on to pump people up before the shows. It does and, pump me and up. And he keeps asking for Under the Bridge. And I'm like, isn't this a depressing song? Which, which one is that? Sometimes I feel like but I it don't sounds like an LA anthem, and that's where we are. Anthem, so that's why I work. For I like the Chili Peppers. Kevin's a genius. The thing about like even listening to your podcast at home, like you'll you'll talk about things, and I'll want to pipe in. But now I have a button where I could literally yeah, but, press it. Yeah, but and, don't. And I know, but there's so many times. Eventually, <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe we'll incorporate a little bit of that. Like we'll chime into Derek in the booth or whatever. Let's or whenever I want to sabotage my career here, I'll just start piping in. Exactly, and I'll just I'll just literally get off, get up, get up off the desk, walk up to the balcony, and like fucking. But if you were me, and you, you're like a more like mischievous guy, or at least you were, at least your stories sound like you were like all for starting trouble. Like yeah, having that button. This is a business, though, sir. No, it's a temptation for me to chime mm-hmm. in on every fucking show. Right. Oh, really? I think the like one time I literally couldn't help myself so bad. There's that Babylon where they were talking about X Men, where I literally walked onto the balcony. I was like, it was in Egypt. Oh right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I really, yeah, dude. No, I mean, yeah, I'm a talker. Like I want to chime in. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you were talking about Doctor Doom. You're like, what powers does he have, ladies and gentlemen? I wanted to go chime in. He doesn't have any. But we found that he does in the movie. But none in the comics. No, he's he was blown up and now he has armor and a and lot of money and Doombots and shit. Yeah. That's his power. Is that like Fox found that his too? His power is that he's got mad money to create robots. Yeah, Fox found that too boring. Gave him lightning powers. Right on. Maybe. You Although in this in the sequel, did you see the sequel? Yeah, I like it better than the first one. Because like a cereal commercial. What? It's just like very silly so and like we've, movies he, they've got my pebbles. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like that's what Fantastic Four should be. Fantastic Four was always the worst comic because did you? Autograph the box of water. Well, I put my name on it. So are you like practicing because you signed an autograph this weekend? (laughs) No, I just want to mark my things that are in the refrigerator. (laughs) You signed your first autograph this weekend, right? I did. That was weird. Was it? Did you? Did you? Did you block? Who were those people? I think I tweeted about. Fans of yours, I guess. I don't know. How they're fans of my intro? Sure, man. They were like, (laughs) "Are you DJ D Rock?" Like people hear me yelling at you and shit during the shows. And at at one time, you're like, "Don't." You're like, "You're you're you're fucking it up, D Rock." And I'm like, "I'm literally doing nothing, and I can't fix it." Is that is that your impression (laughs) of me? Do I did I go into it? Yeah. I don't know. You just did it a little bit. Uh, Is that? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> Just a guy going, hey, man. Because you have like a, like a gravelly voice. No, not a bad thing. You just have like a gravelly He's like, voice. I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's fun, though. I like it. I like doing the intro because I feel like an old-timey radio guy, you know? You're like, this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bagged and Boarded, the greatest show on earth. Yeah. It's exactly like that. We Seeing play. you, it's it's fun. It's like, you know, we're doing a show and then like, it's like the apex of like, here's the show, everybody. And then you come out. It's Isn't fun. it fun, that, dude, doing that shit like Blowhard this week? I And I remember you looking at me and smiling <laughs> right before the show Blowhard started. I put on Lee Miz like um, on my own. And as the song was ending, I faded out the rights like real fucking low yeah. and soft, like Broadway or whatever. You're a good showman. It was kind of a poignant moment. Like, if I was in the audience, I would have teared up. Maybe they did. And then it was like, gay fucking blowjobs. No. <laughs> yeah, it must be a lot of fun for you because you get to come out in the in the curtain and you do a little business with Brendo. Everybody should come down and see Back to Board Live. I agree, man. It's fun. We got some crazy guests coming up, man. Uh, you folks will hear the Alex Winter episode soon. If you don't know Alex Winter, you are a fucking asshole. No. Um, you're Who just, else is coming? You're just non-educated. I can't. I'll tease him, Derek. I'll tease him. Leave clues. 
I'll leave clues around Hollywood. Like, oh, let's make we'll a bagged like, and boarded viral. We'll game. do like the fucking um, Neil Patrick Howard thing with bagged and boarded, and like all roads end lead to someone giving me pot. Like at the end of every experience, <laughs> you just give me pot, and I'm in a room, and it's like, hey, here I am. Thanks for joining us. And I put that my would hand be out. the end. What? That would be. You should give him like the trailer to a cool movie at the end. The what? The trailer to a cool movie. That's how viral marketing ends. Like, so they go on this whole like multimedia like walk around Hollywood, find clues, and I'm and like, all right, the folks, Paranormal Two, get ready for Tron 2.0 trailer. Like, oh, that'd be awesome. We that should would... like find cool trailers. <laughs> you, oh man. Um. <laughs> Nah, dude, we should totally, we should totally make it. No clues. Uh, let me think about some hints. No, we got some cool guests coming up. I think, I think they should. We got a special mystery guest on this Friday. Do you know who it is? Of course, I know who it is, Derek. I run this fucking. What do you right. think I am? Uh, an absentee landlord on this show? <laughs> I, uh, you dude. do work really hard. I got to give props to Matt because he gave me this opportunity and uh, to he, what, talk on the show to talk on a podcast that will reach tens of hundreds people, of people, tens of people. <laughs> And it's fun. It's a fun job. I like it. That's not bad, right? I got to meet Alex Winter. You did. You got to meet a bunch of cool people. So I got far, to meet right? other people. Who else did you get to meet? You got to meet Michael Park. Michael, Michael Park. Yeah. He Michael came Park down. from Red State came down for a show. That uh-huh. was really fucking cool. Uh, you got to meet me a couple times, which must have been a thrill for meet you. Meet you. Yeah. Oh, I love coming and seeing you. Um, every time he's like, "Hey, I'm Derek." I'm like, "I know who you are. We've met before." He's <laughs> like, I just want to say I'm a really big fan. I'm like, "No, you're not." Really happy to be part of him, man. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, bagged and boarded, let's let's get a little, little fucking some more boring shit. Jimmy Moore Society. Derek mentioned it. What the fuck is it? What is it? We're actually joined, literally what is it? We're I actually joined by Jimmy. Who Moore. is Jimmy Moore? I'll tell. He's gonna say hello right now. Oh, oh, you're doing characters. I mean, you have another guest on the podcast. It's not really working. Jimmy's kind of silent tonight. Um, hello, Derek. Hey. Hello. Hi. This is Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. How are you? I'm good. What did you do here? Who are you? What did you do here? What, what do I do here? What did you do? Yeah, what did you do here? What? I can't understand what you anymore. What did you do here? I I do At the DJing. I do. I mean, I'm Matt's second in command. Like you think Matt would agree with that? Who? You don't know Matt? Hello, my name is Jimmy Moore. <laughs> um, but Jimmy, have I, you met Matt? I just now got off an airplane from London, and um, I'm in this theater. Have you never been here? No. Oh, let me give you the tour. All right. Okay, there's some Sounds seats. Sounds lovely. Here's some seats. All right. What, what happens on those? People sit in them, watch the show. What kinds of people? Fans. Fans, like... Floor like Bucks fans. Bucks fans. People that are pop fans. <laughs> like, like literally saying mutant fan people. Mutant fan people. And fans of Egg Boarded. All right. Who? But else? they also have mutant. What hands. other kinds of people we got up in here? We've got eh? Brendo Man. I know him. You do. It's porno. Brendo's in a porno yeah. in England. Sure. Is it like a bestseller? Yeah. Is it like or is it like a fetish thing that people it's keep called, quiet? It's called. Brendo with the Bears blustery day out. <laughs> that sounds fun. It is. It's a, it's a fun little rump. I want to see it. Can you give me a copy? Do you have a Region 2 player? Yes. Then we're good. Let's then do we're it. Set. Is, are there more? Is he like a star? It's just the one film. Oh, I hope, just, it, I just hope it's one. big. But it did well. It did well. There's uh there's a booth where we record. There's like state-of-the-art sound equipment for all our podcasting. A booth. What's with all them uh, Coke cans up there, yeah? Oh, uh, the the manager, Matt, has a collection of Coke cans. Some of them full. 
They're all full. No, some of them are actually. Thank you. Uh, it's Jimmy Moore, man. That's fucking Alan Moore's. I want to know what Jimmy Moore thinks of Matt Cohen. He's a lovely blighter. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> this is a weird episode. Uh, some of those Coke cans are full. This is not going well. What? This is not going well. Don't say that on the air. My bad guest. What? My bad. It's going fine. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> oh, you're doing what Jesse and Brendo do. But I don't mean it. Because before that, it. they were like, this is a roller coaster ride of comedy. And then they're like, wait a minute, is it not? Like, you put the idea in their head. It's like, did the Holocaust not happen? I didn't think that until someone told me it was possible. I want to panic the audience. <laughs> what? I want to panic the audience, though. You don't want to panic the audience? I do. You want to panic the audience? I want to give them emotion. You <laughs> if it, if it, like, I want to give them... pregnant and mad's the father. Oh. Uh, that would be rough, man. What would we name the baby? Hmm. Brendo. Egon McFly. Oh, okay. We're oh. going to do it, Geeks. Egon McFly, dude. That's a fucking name. I right would there. name it Gizmo McDuck. Gizmo McDuck. Uh, I think there is one of those. Speaking of uh, Jimmy Moore Society, folks, if you buy a four-pack to Bagged and Boarded mm. Live uh, for, for, the, for the bargain price. What do I price, get if I buy that? For the bargain price of $30, which is less, cheap. less than a blowjob. In L.A.? Uh, a decent, a mediocre blowjob. Yeah. Like, you can't get a good blowjob for $30, but, like, I'm not saying this show's as good as a good blowjob. I'm saying... Some episodes Like, are. a blowjob with some teeth? That's it's a te- that's it's as good as a teethy blow, toothy blowjob. That's totally. This show is as good as a teethy blowjob. Teethy. <laughs> um... A teething blowjob. For, for thirty dollars, you get uh, you get uh, four tickets to the shows if you're in LA to come down. Mm. If not, uh, you you get. Ex- can I bring my friends? You can bring three of your friends. You can bring none of your friends. You can not come at all. You can do whatever the want you want with those four tickets. Mm. They're Sounds yours good to so do far. With, with what you will, then you get exclusive access to uh, JimmyMooreSociety.com. You get into the Jimmy Moore Society with Chaz, uh, exclusive pictures and videos and. Musical content. Brendo's got a corner on there where he blogs. Brendo's uh, music. Brendo does music. Yeah, man. Wow. You never heard fucking. I guess I'm, I gotta get part of that Jimmy Moore Society if I want to hear it. Brendo Man All Stars was the name of his band. I'm not even joking. Is it's, it just him? It's him and his buddy, or the Brendo Man All Stars. But they play like iPhone music. <laughs> like synth. I'm not, or no <laughs> DS. All the music's on the DS. I'm not even joking. Like, they've done concerts where they bring out their Game Boys and, like, fucking play music. <laughs> like in Revenge of the Nerds? That's the Brendo Man All-Stars. Yeah, yeah. Does he have costumes? No, man. Brendo don't do costumes, as we've learned at this fucking Oh, theater. I guess that's true. Uh, Brendo can't make a costume. I'm always like, we're showing Jaws tonight, coming in a fucking Jaws costume. And he shows up in, like, a fucking brown t-shirt. I'm like, what the fuck It was, I- well, you told him. What do I do in his that? In his defense, you told him to come in a gray shirt and they would make him a fin. And he did come in a gray shirt and you didn't make him a fin. So. But... Do you remember what happened? He had the gray shirt, and he was like, where's my fin? And I was like, go make one. And he was like, how do I do that? I was like, cardboard where you never Which isn't hard. There's plenty of cardboard around. Totally a lot of cardboard around. He could have made a fin for himself. It really really It threw him for a fucking loop. He was upset about that. You promised him a fin. And then the entire night, because he didn't make the fin, I was just looking at him, and he had his fucking T-shirt he wore the night before on, but inside out. So his tag was sticking out. Yeah. I guess he didn't have any other gray shirts. But Brendo's great. I don't want to make fun of Brendo. We're not making fun of Brendo. We're, we're celebrating. We're celebrating Brendo. Look at that. We're it's like the, he's dead. We're on the same fucking page. But no, dude, for, uh, Jimmy Moore Society gets you exclusive picks. There's a corner Apparel. There for everyone to blog. Gets you a parrot or whatever the fuck. Apparel? Just you should make a shirt, interrupt right? Interrupt me with um, what I'm trying to import in a different <laughs> message. Uh, you know what I mean? I can't even talk. He's flustering me so much. I'm just staring at a cigarette right now in dismay. Uh, this is not going well, man. 
Derek experiment over. No, I'm kidding, dude. Um, do I make you nervous? The Jimmy, yeah, you make me. Oh, I'm on pins and needles around you, Derek. I never know what's because there's on. so much talent. I never on the know side what's of going him. on. In you're like, head. I don't know what to do with it. Like you're gonna usurp me. Like it's gonna be bagged and boarded with Derek Armijo, and I'm gonna be DJ Cameltoe. Oh, we should do that. Like on April Fools. We should totally do that. <laughs> you're like, no, we're not. It's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Um, <laughs> now, nah, dude, Jimmy Ward Society, dude, it's fun. You get pictures, content. Uh, I'll send you stuff in the mail, and I'll follow you on Twitter, which is the ultimate fucking prize for anyone, I think. So people will be instead able to of tweet the no- you instead of that medal at the Nobel ceremonies. Now they're just like. They give out followers? They give out Matt Cameltoad followers. Yeah, people could tweet me. They could DM me. Oh. Nudes if they want. Dude or chick. I'll give the dudes to Brendo. <laughs> so everybody wins. Everyone. This is a mutual beneficial relationship. Everyone wins on Bagged and Boarded, sir. Uh, I feel like I win. I feel already. like you won, man. And I, and I, and I want to thank you for, for joining us here today. Let's do, do some more. What? Let's do like, we can do like another two hours. You want to do another two hours? I think we can. We can't stop the momentum. It's like unstoppable that Chris Pine Denzel Washington movie. It's like that train. We're, we are we are the train, or we're or um, who are you? Are you Chris Pine or Denzel? Mm. I'll be like the new guy. You're the experience. I feel like you'd have to be Denzel because of okay. the minority thing. <laughs> Fine, if we can, everything should be placed into race. Yeah, eventually, like, eventually, all things should fall down to st- skin right. tone. You know what I'm saying? I'm the hardened uh, train dude. And yeah, you're the yeah, new, and, and you're the new guy. Yeah, but I'm like the cocky new guy who like doesn't respect. You don't want to be the experienced yet. conductor that's that knows a thing or two about a thing or what's two. What's Chris Pine? He's the new the new guy. But the experienced conductor is one that got them into that shit, isn't he? But you're the experienced podcaster, and I'm the new guy, and our talent as fuses one unstoppable train. All right, so I'll be Denzel, I guess. Is it because Chris Pine is like a pretty boy, and you want to be like the I cool be Kirk? Okay. I want to meet in the sequels. That's why. Because if I sign on, this is another movie. If I sign on for Chris Pine in Unstoppable, it means I get to play Kirk in Star Trek Two. Okay. If works. this podcast were the Enterprise, you can be Kirk, and I'll be Simon. Who Peck. would you be? Let's do all the analogies. If this were the Enterprise, I would be Kirk. Because we did a good Muppet one. I would be. Wait, no, no, no. I wouldn't be Kirk if this were the Enterprise. Who would you be? Kevin would be Kirk. If bagged and boarded were in no, the let's Enterprise. do the Castle. Okay. Kevin would be Kirk. Who would be Spock? Mosier. Mosier would be Spock. Who would I be in this scenario? You would be Spock Prime. I would be Spock Prime? Yeah. Nice. I don't want to be. No, no, no. Man, come on. TOS. Who would I be on the crew? Bones. You can be Bones. Yeah. Because you fix things. I do, man. I'm like, I'm like, and I'm always, and they're always like, hey, Matt, do this. And I'm like, I'm a theater manager, (laughs) not a. That's true. You're so Bones. Yeah, yeah, I'm Bones. Brando can be a Tribble. Brendo could be what? A triple. Why does Brendo have to be a triple? His hair is Why can't he be a red shirt? I'm kidding. Okay, no, Brendo's dude. a red shirt. Obviously, Brendo would be fucking um, Scotty. Okay. Because he like he's like he's the, a tech guy. He's the tech guy. Um, who's a huru? A huru. A <laughs> Um, there's only one girl that's kind of nah. It doesn't have to be here, a girl. Right? Who's a huru? Oh well, what does a huru do? She's the, she she translates shit. She's like on the audio feed. Um, Plume. Plume would technically be a huru. Yeah. Right, right, right. I'm sure he loves that. Uh, hi, Ken. Um, <laughs> who would Muse be? Muse would be. Muse would be a fucking triple man. Muse can be a triple. Like, you know what I mean? Um, who would I be? Spock. I mean, not Spock. Sulu. Sulu, because of the minority thing again. And you're the youngest one. Is he the youngest one in the yeah, original right. series? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I steer the ship. Yeah. 
there you go. You're Sulu, man, and you're gay, and you wind up to be gay. <laughs> and I sword fight. Four years later, and you sword fight in one episode. Um, who else do we got on the fucking crew? I think that's it. Well, there's like Jeremy and Melissa. Who can they be? I'm trying to think of other people on the crew. Yalman Rand. Like, I'm, I'm out of... <laughs> We ran out of crew. Oh, who would Ralph Garman be? See, Star Trek doesn't work. There's not enough people. Okay. Muppets. We got that one down. Who is Ralph in the Muppets? Ralph. Right, right, right. Ralph Garman. I'm Bean. Uh, let's do it. Let's go from the top down. Okay. Man. Kevin and Scott are both current. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would be Scooter. Because you run, run shit. Because I'm like, we got to do a show. And I'm always like, five minutes there, sir. You know? Um, Malcolm is Fozzie. Malcolm is Fozzie. He's a uh, bear. Brendo would be that bear security guard from the later Muppet show. But you know what also fits? You as Bunsen and Brendo as Beaker. No, that <laughs> doesn't work at all. We've got that. We've got that, Derek. Remember, it's all planned out. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, you threw me off my game. Kevin and Scott. Kermit. Kermit. Uh, I'm Scooter. Mm-hmm. Bre- uh, Malcolm is Fozzie. Brendo is that big security guard bear. Ralph Garman is Ralph mm-hmm. Garman. Come on. Walt you, is the eagle, Sam Eagle. Walt is Sam the Eagle. Brian Johnson is Dr. T. Yes. Uh, Quinn would be Zoots. Zoot. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, Jeremy Graham and Melissa St. Hilaire uh, would be uh, Janice and Floyd. Right. Okay. Um, Ming would be. Careful. <laughs> well, I mean, come on! What do you mean? Be careful! Because you're already, you're sorting people out in race. Have you heard Steve Dave? I no, can only I'm protect myself here. Race. These people are all fucking animals, right? <laughs> it's not like Kevin's green. Um, though he likes it. <laughs> uh, f- fucking Ming would be Beaker, man. No, Ming would be Bunsen. Right, right, right. Ming would be Bunsen. Who would Plume, he's dropping signs? Who would Plume be? Plume. Who is like... Maybe Plume would be Beaker in the scenario. I don't know. And Muse is Gonzo. Muse is Gonzo. Thank you for bringing it back home. Muse is Gonzo. And that's pretty much the entire crew. You're being the bunny because you're always like, hello. Let me help, Matt. Do you need any water? Yeah. Um, Who else do we got up in here? We don't have a Sweetums. We can get a Sweetums. Brendo's very sweet. My little brother hasn't spoken to me in like three months, I think. Mm-hmm. And he, he unfended me on Facebook. I thought like... Oh, is this a revelation? This is good This is a revelation. Here we go. Text from my little brother. What does it say? Random John Malkovich sighting at the store Webster in Miami. Thought you would appreciate. Are you a big Malkovich fan? Not particularly. <laughs> I think my brother just thinks I'm weird and like that I would... I mean, I like Malkovich. He spelled Malkovich wrong. I'm surprised my little brother knows who John Malkovich is. You kind of look like him when you have the hat off. Thank you, Derek. I really, I, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever fucking said to me. I'll put that right up there with Harvey Firestein and fucking, who did Muse say? I Somebody say like? you look like Harvey Firestein. No, and you don't like that? sounded like Harvey Firestein. He thought, he thought people thought I looked like Harvey Firestein. And Muse said I looked like Michael fucking Berryman from The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> that's not true. So we're good. So I got, so it's, it's compliments all across the fucking board. I'm not going to let any of you motherfuckers do a podcast here anymore. <laughs> shut the lights off. Just because you don't have hair. Welcome to Smod Castle in the dark. I look like st- fucking, I don't know, man. When I came in here, I was like, what is Chris Pine doing? Oh, it's, it's, it's Matt. I don't look like Chris Pine. I look more like uh, a combination of... Who do you think you look like? Sidney Poitier. No, uh, I don't think I look like anyone um, celebrity-wise. 
I don't. I think I'm a unique creature. The beard, like, could do some. It could add or subtract. But it doesn't. But the face doesn't. I don't look like any. I don't think I look like any. You look like Matt Cohen to me. I look like fucking. I look like Matt Cohen. You know who you look like? Oh. Derek Armijo. Thank you. He's you a good-looking fellow. Looks like the end. A fucking struggling podcast that I hope people dug. I like it. We'll have a famous person on next week. <laughs> I'm on that note. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Derek Armijo. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Bye. Bagged and boarded. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, beg and board it, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, these are two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we don't be funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villains, sit down, relax, and yo, and we'll take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, do all the grief, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a little maniacal. Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. Been listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's folks on the green, on nothing. Quick stop at night, told the storm like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. Cause we each and every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out of orbit. We're not yeah you've been listening to a podcast from a site called fred.com